Hey everyone, I'm Lauren. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Swearing Mamas. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Hello. How's everyone doing? They can't answer us, can they? No, but we can think that they can. Let's just assume they all said they're doing great. I hope that they're all doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm all right. Um, Oliver and I are sick this week, so if at any point my voice just cracks and sounds silly, I apologize. Point and laugh. Got it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, so this week we've got um, a topic I think everyone can probably relate to, and it's milestones. So. So what do you mean? Um, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> so um, I think the thing that you and I will have the most to say about it is um, – like individually our children matching up to like the expected milestones getting teeth learning to crawl roll sit all those things um I feel like we'll have a lot I have something to say on that yes so you've had a little bit of I don't want to say self-doubt but was that like an insecurity for you in the past yeah, I, um, well, with Tim's accident and everything, I always just had the back of my mind that something was going to come up. Um, cause when he was little, it was so young, he didn't, he wasn't able to talk, he wasn't able to do anything. So I was just assumed like that one day we were going to wake up and it was just going to be like, you know, complete opposite and be a setback kind of thing. Also, he's always been on the smaller side. So I've always had that. <clears throat> Um, milestone that we are never reaching. Um, Tim was late with getting teeth. He's just, the thing with moms is we always compare to other moms and the doctor, every child is different. Like one child can develop fast and one develops slow and one is average, but it's like, what do you, there were times where I would take Tim to his doctor's appointments. You're fine, bud. I would take Tim to his doctor's appointments and I would leave thinking my child was not developing right. Cause I, Oh, does he know six words? Is he doing this? Is he doing that? And it's like, when you're put on the spot, you, you literally your mind becomes mush. And it's like, <laughs> I, I think he is. Uh, and then it's like, Oh, well, what six words does he say? And you're like, um, mama, dada, uh, and it's like, you just completely draw a blank. And it's like, I would leave. And sometimes like, I'd be like, to my husband, I'd be like, we'd be driving home. And I'm like, oh my God, is Tim behind? Like, still to this day, I think that he's behind. And I thankfully work with someone whose child is like four, five months 
ahead of Tim and I'm always like, oh, is your son doing this yet? And she's like, no. And I'm like, oh, okay. What a relief. Like (laughs) mine isn't either. And I feel like I'm so far behind. So it's like milestones. They shouldn't be, there shouldn't be a time frame on them. Like I like the whole Pinterest idea where it's like, oh, you get your whatever teeth from this month to this month. And it's like a wider horizon or a broader spectrum Um, instead of you go in for your six-month appointment and it's like, oh, does he have teeth yet? Oh, okay. I'm just like, oh, God, am I a bad mom? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that, like, it's as much as we, especially here, like to (laughs) talk about, you know, not comparing like, it's impossible not to compare yourself at all as a mom. But the really shitty thing about comparing your kid is that, like, you don't care. You love your kid. And it's like you said in the last – when we talked about potentially you were concerned there might be developmental delays when the accident happened, but that you'd still love him the same. And so it's I think it's the same way. It's like even if my kid is below average on one area of life or another, like, I would love him just the same. But – you know, it's it's mostly out of concern, but it, and it's also out of like, am I do something, doing something wrong? But then like, I don't, I, I always feel a little bit guilty when I do get into that place because I am like, no, but he's perfect. Like, you know, I, I love him how he is. I don't care if he's not doing what another kid is doing, but I do, you know? Yeah, no, I, I exactly know what you mean. It's, um... Like, (laughs) um, yeah, it's just, you know, and it was like, there would be times where I would leave the doctor's office and I would completely think that he had something because of the accident. And then I like go into the same dark place that I was in when the accident happened. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, I mean, I still love him dearly, but it's like, I'm not ready for this. Like I, thought everything was fine. I'm not prepared for this, um, to happen. So it's like, I wish somebody would have told me sooner. I wish I was able to know. And it's like, Oh wait, no, he's fine. Like there's nothing wrong. Yeah. And it's, you just, I, I don't know. Doctors, doctors. And I think think it's a little different with you two because of having that reason. But for me, um, I eventually realized that when he, when I was starting to feel that way, it was usually because of something someone else said to me, not in a derogatory way, but like uh, one of my friends would say something about what her baby was doing already. And in my mind, I, I'm like, well, your baby is super freaking advanced. Like, that kid is doing that very early. And she has a um, an older sister. The, not yeah. my friend. Her, my friend has two daughters. This is a weird way to say that. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I knew what you meant. <laughs> um, so, like, and I know firsthand from when I used to babysit that, you know, when your baby is around an older kid, they just learn things so much more quickly. Um, and so like in my mind, it didn't bother me, but then the way that she would say it was almost like as if it should be happening then. Like, and I don't mean that she ever said anything derogatory. She didn't. She never was like, why isn't your kid 
doing this or that, you know? Um, but I don't know something about the way that she framed it. And so eventually it, I realized that like, I was only feeling that way when I was watching her kid be super advanced and that it didn't matter if she realized her kid was advanced or if she thought her kid was normal and Oliver was behind or what, like it didn't matter at all. Um, because firstly we're friends and I think that it's really important to not get competitive with your friends, especially. Um, and secondly, because I know that Oliver's where he's supposed to be, but also uh, because I think that um, it's important to remember that babies are just like really small people. And um, so like, for example, I, you're probably way more coordinated than I am physically, but I can spell better than you. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Why are we pointing out that I'm a terrible speller? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I'm really closey. But you know what I mean? Um, we each have, like, different things that we're better at. And, uh, like, one, you know, so I try to, like, think some of the things that Oliver's done that are super amazing that aren't milestones. Like, there's no chapter in what to expect about your baby being extraordinarily empathetic or emotionally intelligent which Oliver is it's it's crazy cool um you know like Oliver is very has always been very perceptive to how other babies and even adults around him are feeling emotionally and he um like I remember once when he was younger and I I was he was crying and I got upset and started crying he stopped crying to comfort me and he was like That's a awesome. he was like a month old so I mean you know what I mean? Those are the moments that I think about. And it's just like when it comes to the check boxes on the milestones, there's just not a mark for things like that. And um, it's kind of like a weird thing to get caught up on because your kid might not be good at sitting or standing or rolling, but might be super freaking smart about something else that just isn't on the checklist. So that's one thing that's important to me does that make sense yeah no that makes perfect sense and you're right um there isn't on this checklist I actually I didn't go to Tim's last appointment Drew did so I don't know if there was another checklist that he had to do but I remember like the six month checklist and the one year checklist it was like is your son doing this is your child doing this have they done this yet and I'm like I I think so I, I think, and then like, I, like you said, I'm not good in English. I'm not good in language arts or whatever they call it nowadays. My worst subject ever. Um, and it's like, I struggle still to this day. I went this weekend to fill out an application for a dog and it's like, I'm filling out this application and I'm like, what's the right way to answer this question? Like, is it a double negative and they're trying to catch me in something? <laughs> and I like, <laughs> I doubt myself all the time. And it's like reading this checklist for Tim, I'm like going over it and I'm like, I have to read the questions like several times just to like fully understand what they're asking because they're so worded weirdly. And it's like, just ask me if my child is saying this, like, give me an example. Come on guys. And then it's also like, if my child's not doing it, give some leeway like 
maybe he's not doing it right now, but maybe next week he'll be doing it. Because kids learn incredibly fast. And it's like one week they're not doing something and then you turn around and the next week, bam, they're doing it. And you're like, where did that come from? And did your um, doctor have anything to say ever when he wasn't doing Um, something? So I know not the one time that caused an issue we had a different like we usually have the same doctor but this time I guess she was busy and it was the other doctor in the office the only time I've ever seen this woman um and she doesn't know my child where the other doctor does and um I just remember her asking like well kids his age should be should know like 15 words and I'm like okay and she was like so what words does he know and then I'm like on the spot trying to think of like all these words and like she's literally like counting on her fingers and I'm the words as I'm saying that and I'm like that's just adding more stress to me because I'm like I think my child is the smartest child in the world like there's so like you like you there's so many things that he does that I don't think a three-year-old should know how to do and I'm just like holy crap all right kid that's pretty cool. Um, so it's like, she's like counting them off and I'm just like drawing a blank and I'm like looking at my husband and he's just looking at me and I'm just like, can you help me here? <laughs> Am I forgetting words? And um, I don't think she necessarily said he was behind, but it was kind of like, I felt that she was like, oh, well, you know, here's where other kids his age are. And I'm like, well, that's fine. But I think my child's fine. Like, he's thriving. He's doing great. Um, with his teeth, I know his teeth were, like, I don't remember when they came in. I feel like a terrible mom. I should know that. Um, but I know they were later than the normal time your teeth come in. And I remember going to the doctors every time and it was like, does he have teeth yet? And we're like, no. And there, she was like, okay, no worries. It's fine. And actually I have a family member whose child's teeth were actually later than Tim's and he's a couple months older than Tim. So I was like, I was texting my other cousin. I'm like, does he have teeth yet? And she's like, no, not yet. And I'm like, okay, well now I feel a little better because neither does Tim. Um, so it's like, I'm just glad that I have, <laughs> I have multiple babies around the same age as Tim that I'm able to, you know, compare, even though we don't want to, like, you're not, you don't want to compare, but with milestones, you do, you compare and it's, it's upsetting because it's like, you always feel like your child is behind because you feel like there's this quota you have to meet kind of thing. Yeah, so I think that it's important. I think it gets mixed up how we kind of frame it and go ahead and blame some people here. I think it's not really that doctors, except sometimes there are doctors who just don't know what they're talking about. You have a doctor walking in the room who's not familiar with Tim probably she shouldn't have even asked about milestones but you know what I mean aside outside of like that I think that 
normally the ones who are really like fucking us up are the perfect moms. Um, yes. And or that the will reference moms them a lot. That just yeah, exactly. everything. Yeah, and and only only the good things. And um mm-hmm. the these moms I think are the ones <laughs> that make everything feel like a competition because in reality milestones exist to make sure there's nothing wrong with your kid. Um, and that's, that's it. Like you're, you know, because if Tim were, you know, way past the point of being able to talk and he wasn't saying anything, they would need to look at that and say like, um, is there something developmentally wrong with him or, you know, make sure that his home life is okay. Because, you know, if a kid's not thriving, then maybe they have, a you know some bad stuff going on at home like there's all these good reasons to have milestones but I think that it's it's just the people who want to be mean that make it feel like a competition and so for for me I feel like the only thing to do is just reframe it in your mind every single time so I mean I really just like I honestly stopped looking at milestones and I don't know when Oliver's supposed to do plenty of certain things I know from experience babysitting nanny you know and having friends like what's probably average but you know I don't sit there checking things off a box um because I feel like you know if when Oliver's doctor says that something is cause for concern, then I will be concerned about it. And otherwise I just don't want to get caught up in this like comparing competing thing. Because um, when I, when I really think about like what I want Oliver to be, you know, it's a good, caring, kind, compassionate person. And I don't think that it's a good start to that. If I'm making sure he's better than other babies. Yeah. And so I just really try and keep that in mind. And also, also I keep in mind too that like, I mean, some kids are smarter than others. Some kids are, you know, more athletic than others. Some kids are bigger than others. Like there's, you know, all of these different, like how we said that everyone has different qualities that are better than them. Like I was an advanced um, student in school I was always either in honors or in AP or whatever or a grade ahead with everything except pretty much math and so um for me it was extremely competitive and it was essential like there literally was no world where I could have or would have ever failed a class and when I think about Oliver's future um and it does help to be married to someone who's different a little bit like Seth is very smart but he did not have that attitude like Seth would have I don't think it would have ever been a big deal for him to just like skip class or something you know and so when I when I think about things like that I think that like if Oliver is not an A plus student if Oliver is not advanced or honors uh, whether it's because it's not what's important to him or whether it's because he's not extra intelligent that's fine. Everyone in the world can't be the most intelligent kid in the class. And it's like, who cares, you know? Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it. I mean, as long as, as long as he's 
I, I don't want him to be apathetic to it. I want him to always try. And of course, as a parent, same thing. I'm not going to not try. I'm not going to not read to him. I'm not going to not, you know, play with him. But I'm also not going to sit there every single day trying to teach him, you know, all of this stuff that's just not, that's for me. It's not for him. You know, it's for mm-hmm. me. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my other thing, too, is I think it's funny, like, once you get to the age where they, like, are comprehending more then you kind of want to speed it up like right now Oliver can crawl so I'm like please walk because I'm sick of you hitting your head on everything (laughs) (laughs) um you know obviously he's not gonna walk at eight months but uh, I'm ready for it but like before that all the uh, mom friends I had that were like really pushing their kids to crawl I just laughed like I'd get home with my husband be like (laughs) they're stupid because they're going to have to watch their kid constantly. Like they're just making more work for themselves. <laughs> yeah. I, t- I did not encourage Oliver to crawl. I was like, you can crawl when you want to crawl when you're ready. Because uh, otherwise I really don't feel like chasing you all the time, which I do now. And it's freaking exhausting. So anyone out there who's currently worried about their kid crawling or, you know, <laughs> anything like that rolling over um just know that you are making more work for yourself yep (laughs) wait till we walk (laughs) yeah (laughs) enjoy the time when they're just a little baby yeah just like chill yeah like there are times where i think back and I'm like man I remember when you were little and I would hold you and I couldn't wait for you to walk and talk to me and I'm like now I can't I wish I had the whole time back where I could just sit there and just hold you and snuggle and you wouldn't talk back to me Mm -hmm. like right now if I ask my child for a kiss he'll tell me no he's a he's a ham he's a ham (laughs) I will say there was one doctor's appointment where I went to, it was after Tim's accident and, um, the doctor, she was so impressed with him and I left and I was like, man, I feel like a million bucks. I was like, this is so great. Um, he kept taking his shoes and socks off (laughs) and I was getting so annoyed. I'm like, Tim, just leave your socks on, leave your shoes on, like, come on. And, um, finally the doctor comes in. And she's like, so how's he doing? Like, is he playing with toys? Is he able to, like, grab the toys kind of thing? And I'm like, yeah. Um, But he wanted nothing to do with the toys while she was in there. Like, literally, she brought toys for him to play with. He wanted nothing to do with them. He just sat there. And then she, like, she's starting to talk to me again. And she looks back down and she goes, he's taking his shoes off. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm sorry. And I, like, go. She's like, no, no. Let him do it. And I'm like, (laughs) Okay, so she, he takes his shoes off. He's like pulling his socks off. He's like throwing them. And she was like, "This is fantastic. This is great." And I'm like, "For you?" <laughs> like, all right. I was like, "He does this all the time." Like, what? She was like, "No, this is great. This shows that he's fine." And I was like, "This is all we needed to show he was fine." Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, I left, and I was like, "Man, I actually feel good." Last time I left this office, I was crying. (laughs) 
And that just goes to show, like we were saying, I mean, every, their little brains are so different and unique and they are not only are they good at different things, they think about things different ways. So like Tim was good at playing. It's just to him, a shoe was a toy. And it's, that's another thing that I try and like really embrace with Oliver is that like, I don't know how he's perceiving the world and um, however it is, is right. You know, it's, it's his way and he's going to do everything when he's ready to. Um, and so I'm really big about not pushing him. Um, I just, not only do I think that he I don't know. and every baby have the ability to do things when they're ready. Um, but also I just think that's a, what an amazing, interesting thing. Like you as that kid's mom and then maybe the dad are pretty much the only people who get to see that piece of the, your child's brain once it gets older um nobody else is ever gonna get to witness his brain learn how to uh see and how to smell and how to taste and how to move like I think that it kind of spoils the fun in those things if you're always like you know trying to force it now that's just my opinion Force it if you want. No, you know, I don't care. I don't think there's a right or wrong way, but I just think it's yeah. neat. It's a neat thing to, you know, kind of let it happen. Yeah. Like, that's, like, right now I'm in a milestone issue. Um, he's turning three next month, and he's still not potty trained. And it's, like, I just, I, we've tried several times, and it's, like, I get to my fifth pair of underwear, and I'm, like, all right, throwing in the towel. Diaper it is. You're happy. I'm happy. It's great. My couch is not wet. It's perfect. I'm like, you'll learn when you want to learn. Like, yes. Like, okay, we'll try again next time. And the thing, <laughs> Tim, this is where he's so smart and it's like an evil smart. He knows that when he's home and he uses the bathroom, he gets M&M's. At daycare, they did this too, but now he's past the point where he gets M&Ms. He gets nothing. You just, you go on the toilet. At daycare, he's potty trained. No accidents, nothing. Sits on the toilet, goes. Comes home, demands demands (laughs) M&Ms. He will go. I give him an M&M. Ten minutes later, mommy, I got to go again. I'm like, no, you don't. Mommy got to go again. Sure enough, he will go again just to get another M&M. He does not let it all out so he knows he can get M&Ms. I'm like, you evil little boy. I'm like, come on, my guy. He's he's something else. I feel like potty training is when they get, like, their most trickiest. He's just so tricky everywhere. Anyway, he's just... And he remembers everything, like... Oh, no. Everything. Terrible. I'm just like, Tim, that happened forever ago. Why do you remember such small little detail? (laughs) (laughs) But then the little girl used to babysit, she did the same thing. We one time went to Lido's, and we put the... I put the pizza on top of the car to strap her in a car seat and I got in the car and we drove off pizza went sliding off the car and I was like what was that I'm like freaking out like thinking someone threw something at my car nope pizza's just on the ground 
that's the every saddest time story. We went, every time we went to Lido's from that point out, she'd be like, Miss Lindsay, don't forget about the pizza. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm like, that was my one bad moment. <laughs> God, Lido's pizza is so good. Eh, it's okay. <laughs> God, we don't have it here. I think that's why you like it. <laughs> I like the sauce. Anyway, I this work, is the Lido's. I work right above it, so I don't. Oh, yeah, you'll be over it. I'm so over it. <laughs> Dang. Shout out yes, to Lido's. <laughs> if you, you are listening, us. you could sponsor Lauren, but don't sponsor Lindsay. <laughs> Put one in Tennessee. Please. <sighs> That's the but milestone yeah. I want to see, is Lido's Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about a Wawa in Tennessee? That's Hell yeah. Eat. We don't even have a 7-Eleven or a Royal Farms. You don't have a 7 What? Yeah, no. What we, do you guys have? We don't really have anything like that. Um, There's like a, a Speedways. And Speedways. that's okay. really it. But we don't have like sheets or wah do As I say, do you have a sheets at least? You don't even nope. have sheets? No. Nope. Oh like once you go east, there's some in that part of Tennessee. But here we have nothing. I would die. Yeah, it's really sad. <laughs> people who are listening to this, because, you know, people who are listening to this live outside of Maryland and Tennessee, and they don't yes. know what a Wawa is. Because <laughs> we have oh. so many followers. We have loads of followers, guys. I can't All tell you. I can't All disclose how many listeners we had, but there we were... We are worldwide, okay? <laughs> several in Russia. <laughs> uh, we have a big following in Korea. Korea is huge for us. A um, little bit of German going on. Yeah. Prague. Yeah. And just like two Canadians. Don't forget about, uh, oh man, what was that? Poland. Poland. You forgot. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I always forget about Poland. Everyone does. Ugh, so sad. <laughs> I don't remember how we got here. I don't either. <laughs> Lito's Pizza brought us here. <laughs> Started from the bottom, now we're here. Uh, so, I don't know. Is there anything else to say about milestones? No, just don't listen to them. Yeah, just I really... Do yourself a favor. You, being the mom, you know how your child is, and you know, you would know if your child is behind. And if you don't think your child's behind, then they're not. Unless you're specifically told otherwise from a doctor, your child's not behind. Don't listen to the mom in your mom group or your great aunt Carol. Um, Don't listen. Like, do you have a great aunt Carol? No. Okay, just checking. But if I did, she'd be really, I don't know if she'd be happy or upset about that shout out. I feel like she'd um, be mad. <laughs> Fine, don't listen to me. Fine. <laughs> don't like my voice. Um, but it's just like, I remember going places with Tim. Like, Tim also was a late walker. I think he started walking like 13 months, 13, 14 months, which I didn't think was late. Um, and I remember someone being like, oh, how old is he? And I'm like, oh, he's 13 months. And I'm like, oh, how long is he walking? I was like, last week. And they're like, oh, well, my child learned how to walk at 10. And I'm like, well, your good child's for your child. a fucking asshole probably, so. 
I'm like, good for your child. Is your child an asshole like you are? Well, in this case, he was. See? It was one of my friend's dads, and I'm like, I I know who your son is. Yeah. And I'm not really friends with him, so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just don't. Don't do that. Just, don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to other people. I mean, who? Uh, it's irritating and, you know. It is. And like we've said over and over again, and like we've said in other episodes, and with pregnancy, every pregnancy is different. With birthing, every birth is different. With milestones, every child is different. Like it's just going to be a reoccurring theme throughout our podcast everyone is different and it's good it is good and it's fine and you just gotta live with it there were i read an article a couple weeks ago about um is your child a psychopath oh god i called my mom crying oh (laughs) god tim's gonna be a psycho She's like, um, your child is fine. And I'm like, no, Tim does everything on the list. <laughs> I don't remember where the list came from, or I wish I could remember exactly what was on it. But I was just like, Tim does that. I remember reading it at work, and I'm just like, oh, my God. I told my coworker, I was like, Tim's going to be a psycho. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Bubba. I don't know. What is that? Oh, Okay. Um, but yeah, every child is different. Every milestone is different. Just, you know, your child, you got this mama. Yeah. And I think it's just like really encouraging too. If you ever like look into how late in life, many adults made it quote unquote, um, that should be a really good reminder that everyone is moving at their own speed. Like, you know, you know, those quotes that are like, Oprah, this, this, and that when she was this age and JK Rowling didn't get published, blah, 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 blah. Um, Those also make me feel better about myself because here I am 27 and I'm a receptionist. (laughs) Haven't graduated college. My brother loves to point that out. And I'm just like, you know, it's not a race. Give me a break. I've gotten married and took a year off. I've had a child and took a year off. I'm like going at my own pace. I've changed my major three times. I'm like, leave me alone. (laughs) It's not a race. One day I'm going to be making more money than you and you're going to be, and I'm going to laugh and be like, how about that race? Yeah. Yeah. Who really won? (laughs) Right. And it's behind your back. (laughs) It's just... I don't know. It's just amazing to me how very different we all are and how different. I read this thing um, (laughs) uh, the other day and it said uh, it was basically saying like, you know, when you go back in time, not like in real life, but like in a movie, (laughs) I don't guys, I'm not a time traveler. Sorry. Or is she? I just outed myself. Um, okay, but you know, like, in movies, when they go back in time, every tiny little thing that gets altered is, like, a huge, huge deal. Like, if the character does anything the tiniest bit different, it changes the entire future. There's so many, like, TV shows and movies based off of that. And the post that I read was, like, basically saying, like, well, we don't ever think about the future, or the, like, the present that way. You know what I mean? So 
kind of like circling back to the point here though is that like every single tiny detail affects the whole rest of your life so like let it be maybe your kid is supposed to walk late because when they do something else or maybe you know you're carrying your kid through the grocery store and because you're carrying him you meet someone else who's carrying a kid you know what I mean? There's like a majillion, zillion different, that's a mathematical term, different things that could all happen as a result of like any tiny thing in life. So to me, like, I think that, that our lives are like so very carefully placed the way that they are, that we should just let them be what they are, enjoy it. Everything is going to work out fine. Everything is working for you right now. Whoever you Unless are. you believe in simulation theory in that case disregard what is that oh conspiracy theory it is that we are sims someone like is controlling the us like a sims game theory. oh okay so that's different simulation than the theory. Matrix theory okay well i don't believe in that but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's our episode let's do some tweets oh okay do you have to you go first <laughs> Okay, do you want me to do all three first? Yes. Okay. I have Scary Mommy again. Says, me at bedtime. I can't wait to sleep. Me two minutes after their sleep. I can't wait to snuggle my beautiful angels. I do that. That's me every day. (laughs) Yep, every time my husband gets home, I'm like, I miss Oliver. Um, okay, and then I've got Nat's Mama 75 says, me, hey, sweetheart, two-year-old, no thanks, and then it says, have kids, they're great for your self-esteem. That's a good one. It reminded me of your Tim story earlier. Yeah, all the time. And then we have MomSense underscore ensues says me do you want toast with jam for no can i have a peanut butter sandwich for breakfast me sure i guess i start to make it four but no peanut butter me so just bread four no bread with jam and it needs to be hot so toast with jam (laughs) yes love it i love the way kids think another Lido story real quick before i get into my yes I took the little girl, I babysat Toledo's. It was our, we did that a lot because it was right across the street from the moon bounce place that I took her to. And the one time I read her the whole kid's menu and I said, you can have anything you want. She was set on having grilled cheese. And I'm like, okay, I've made you that at home. That's fine. I know you like it. Order a grilled cheese. Grilled cheese comes out, does not eat the grilled cheese. And I'm like, I just bought you this. You need to eat it. And she whispered to my husband, cousin, I don't even like grilled cheese. <laughs> I was like, I didn't force you to eat, like pick this. I read you the whole menu. You had your choice. <laughs> I don't even like grilled cheese. Oh my God. Ugh. Can I tell you something Johnny, I just Johnny? learned just now? Johnny? Yes. It's just called Lido Pizza. There's no S. No. 
Yeah, I was trying to tag them. <laughs> on our Twitter, but it's just Lido Pizza. What the oh. fuck? I have become my mother. Holy shit. It's Lido. It's like Mr. Lido owns the pizza place. Lido Lido's pizza. pizza. Lido you just did it again? Yeah, it I'm should be that I'm taking a picture way. of the sign tomorrow. There has to be an S. Timothy, you don't say that. You don't say Lido's. You don't say that. Okay, so my first tweet is from Bridget A. Shaw 11. She said, there is nothing I love more than a peaceful trip through Kroger. Hashtag mom tweets. That's me with Target, though. Oh, yeah. Um, Next tweet is Annie D. News. My three-year-old just learned that a binky is called a pacifier and now asks her baby sister if she needs her pacifier. And then, uh, let me find one more. That one wasn't good. (laughs) Uh, Carmen V. Graham said a kid at daycare is named Leonidas. And honestly, I'm into it. (laughs) (laughs) Where does that come from? Where does that come from? I don't know. Leonidas. Sounds I don't know. Like I could be also saying the name wrong because, you know, back to that English thing. Timothy Owen, I think he's coloring on my wall. No, I think you're saying it right. If Timothy's coloring on your wall. So what a way to end an episode. <laughs> we like to remind everyone that we're all dealing with this shit all the time so all the time so anyway we love you guys till next time have a good uh shout out to all of our russian our polish polish uh fans our korean fans (laughs) and our two canadians have a good week we love you see you next week bye